and welcome to the Amazing Space Podcast. I'm Alicia, and whether you're a longtime friend or new around here, I'm so glad you chose to join me today. I love a space of my own, a space where creativity has room to breathe and reflections can speak louder than the regrets and relationships can really grow. And that's kind of what Amazing Space is about. Here, I want to invite you to take some time to connect to new ideas, feel comfortable in knowing you aren't alone, and embrace the gentle conversations for the few moments we have together. It's my hope that you can soon find your special space here each week as we open our arms to new insights and our hearts to the sounds that inspire our soul. So come on in, grab a drink, get comfortable, and let's talk. Have you ever had a great idea or plan and you think you know where it's going to go and you think you've got it all figured out and it's it's great and it's amazing and it's exciting and then it just takes this sharp right turn well welcome to episode three i'm not making any promises today um for 20 minutes so make sure you have a comfortable spot because I have a lot to share today. Have you ever read a book that you just couldn't put down? I love reading and I love being able to read a book and really soak into it or something happens and you just can't wait to share it. I love a good story. And not just in books, but I love making my own stories. For most of my life, I didn't even realize that I was narrating my own memoir. Growing up, I can remember taking trips to the store with my mom. They were always so memorable. And I just want to say my mom is a gem. She is, she's amazing. She's like none other and I've always said I know everyone loves their mom right we all love our mom but my mom is the best she's literally the most selfless person that I've ever known and my mom never meets a stranger and don't think if you do meet her don't think you're getting away without a hug you would fall in love with my mom and those that have met my mom have done just that. But we would venture out. I can remember going to stores and it doesn't matter if it was Walmart, if it was the grocery store, if it was the gas station. I just remember these moments that I would try to run and hide. My mom being the ever so friendly person that she is would start a conversation with anyone. Excuse me, where can I find the mustard? 
Oh, it's on aisle six. Oh, goodness. Speaking of aisles, my daughter just got married. You wouldn't believe this guy she met. He lives in North Carolina. We are in Louisiana, but he's such a good guy. She just hasn't been able to find a guy like him. And you may think I'm exaggerating, but this is exactly the scenario. And that's a very brief synopsis. You name it and she will find a story. Can I tell you, I have looked over the course of my adult years and with the most heartfelt appreciation for some of those most embarrassing moments of my life, I step back and I realize I have become my mother. So someone will tell me, oh, I like that outfit or I like those shoes. And in the split of a second, I find myself responding to a simple compliment with where I got it, what section, what color, what color palette I'm loving this season, when I got it, how cheap I got it, what day, and can you believe this weather? Oh, I mean, I'm from Louisiana, and my goodness, I was not expecting this weather. Have you been to Louisiana? Did I hear you say exact change? Let me just tell you about change. And on and on and on. As we get to know one another on this journey, you will no doubt realize this truth about me. I will bask in a good story. I have to hear it all, and yes, I have to tell it all. You can ask anyone who's known me for any length of time. When I uh, tell a story, it's never quick (laughs) and never lacking details. I just can't help myself. It's like I have to bring it back to life. I want whoever is listening to be there. I want them to relive that moment with me. If you notice the cover picture for this podcast, you guessed it. It has a story and how cool that it says where our story begins. I saw that sign and I had to just stand in awe. And I remember my friends that were with me later, I shared with them the intricate details of how that moment at that time on this journey was no accident because it led me here. The beautiful thing about stories is there isn't a wrong one. Someone doesn't get to say, oh, you missed four out of 10, so you fail. No, stories are yours. They are a part of you and someone else doesn't get to say that you didn't get that intro right. Stories are built by someone's passion and it doesn't matter whether it's fiction or nonfiction. They're unique characteristics about that plot that make it captivating. In the grand scheme of literature altogether, 
someone decided to share with the world what fills their heart with purpose, what makes their day intentional. And I just think that's amazing. How diverse, how personal, how intentional each and every detail is. I think it's so neat that you get to be a part of what makes someone else's world a better place. By listening and being attentive, we can not only hear their passion in their heartbeat, but we can be inspired to hold more value in the small spaces of our own world. And in stories, we bring out the best. And and yes, sometimes we have to mourn the worst of times, but it's the words from real worlds that keep telling the story. The beginning often doesn't look like the end, but oh, how we learn so many great lessons in the process. And I want you to know, like I mentioned in the beginning, I didn't have this story plan when I first had this idea for this segment. I didn't intend on this next piece that I'm about to share, but I have learned through so many of life's unexpected moments to never underestimate the power of what God is whispering. So without further ado, I want to tell you a story. I was 18 years old when I met my son's father, young, in love. And being raised in a Sunday school teacher turned pastor's home, I wasn't exactly doing what I should have been doing you know how it goes. I had my mind made up to do what I wanted to do, and well, that's another story to be continued at a later time. I was young, and I think sometimes perceptions are skewed But nevertheless, two years, about two years later, found out I was expecting a baby boy. I had my son in November of 2005. I was a young mother, and I will be completely honest with you, had no idea what I was doing. I wouldn't take my son back for anything. I wouldn't exchange any of what I'm about to share with you. But my story wasn't one of your typical college age girl. Aiden was my son's name. He was, he's beautiful baby boy. He was my world, and I'll never forget the moment the doctor put him in my arms. There is no feeling like it. I often think how God must feel, you know, 
with his own creation in the same way. It's, it's just, it's overwhelming. We went home with nothing but love and excitement for this new little bundle of joy. We were home for about a week, getting into the routine of things, and I got a phone call. I'll never forget it. I was standing at the sink, washing dishes, and at the other end, the lady says, we need you to bring Aiden for some additional tests. We got some results from his labs, and we are concerned. Can I tell you, my world fell at my feet. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't even know the worst to expect at this point. I looked at this little baby and all I could think was, he's perfect. There's, there's a mistake. Something has been confused and it's, it's, it's just a mistake. I couldn't formulate conclusive sentences. I, I couldn't think straight. I remember calling my sister and just in a panic. The next few months became a blur from so many ER waiting rooms of different hospitals trying to figure out what was wrong. Weeks turned into months. We would stay at the hospital for days and then weeks and at three weeks old, I was faced with decisions for this baby that I never even imagined for my own life, much less my child. I had encountered a world of emotional disarray and I did not even know existed. As I watched needle after needle plunge through his frail little body, only to be ripped out and replaced and over and over the same repetition. Oxygen masks and hoses and incubators and oh, the most horrific pick line. That was our normal. Most days I felt like a shell. I, I wanted just to numb all the noise. The time to be happy I knew was on the other side of all of this brokenness, but all I kept stepping on was the shattered glass. Eventually, after many inconclusive results and unanswered questions and dead-end roads, we found ourselves in New Orleans, Louisiana with a team of what seemed to be every doctor known to man and even though I knew that there was a problem, when they came in with the results and they told us, your son tested positive for cystic fibrosis, I was at the precipice of void all over again. I could feel the weight of the world this was not what it was supposed to look like for my child. This was not the story I envisioned and it definitely wasn't how I would have written it. 
I would never know that the days could be so dark and I couldn't, I could never articulate with enough emphasis the depths of my devastation during that next year of my son's life. Along with a life expectancy, there came a diagnosis of many more health issues that we would encounter and it would totally deter a normal life for my son. But I couldn't even think about that at the time because we had to fight for it seemed like his life, moment by moment. The days were so long and the nights seemed to not end. There were just so many nights of, of this endless coughing. He would cough and cough and cough and I would hear him just gasping for air and most times I, I didn't even know if it was safe to lay him down. As time passed, he did gain strength and after his first year, we finally started seeing some relief. The tough days were not over, but there definitely was a light. And even though I didn't understand everything, I started gaining so much clarity on the importance of life. And not just my life, or even my son's life, but the life of others, the life of those around me that had their stories. How the pages of my story were meant for more than me to just put on a shelf. I have shared these moments with others and not for pity or even sorrow, but to give hope to a hurting soul. I've been in that darkness. I have lived those questions and I have cried those bitter tears. But I am here to tell you with a joyful heart, your story is not over. What you are living right now is not for you to determine residence. It's not for you to stay there. It's only a season and it's for you to embrace. I know it seems crazy, but wrap your arms around what you have faced in the darkness because that's what's gonna give you strength to extend your light. You see, in the moments of being with my mom, I didn't understand it. Where I saw embarrassment and distraction, she was sharing her story. It was her story each and every time, and I had no right trying to turn the pages that were still being written. She was just excited about what brought life to her world, what gave meaning to her days. She was so passionate about what she loved and she loved sharing it with others. She had uncovered something that I was still having to learn. There is beauty in all walks of life in the great things, in the small things. 
what you may feel is so insignificant could be what speaks to someone else's situation. I know I've talked about us finding who we are and realizing that value. And this is why there are messages within the mess of our lives. And just like my mom and just like the people that she ministered to in a different way, you can do the same. And because she ministered in a different way, it didn't make it wrong and it didn't make it less valuable than someone standing behind a microphone. Her most prized possessions were not possessions at all. And that's what made it so beautiful. And because of that, she encouraged and she inspired She witnessed to so many people because she wasn't afraid to tell a story. As I thought about these different aspects of a story, I couldn't help but think about in the Bible when Jesus saw the man that was blind. And his disciples asked him, Master, who sinned? Was it this man or was it his parents? Why was he born this way? Why was he born blind? And I think, I know I've been there And I think if we could really search, we've asked that. Why this? God, why am I going through this? Why does it look like this for me? What did I do wrong? What did someone do wrong? And Jesus answered and he said, Neither had this man sinned nor his parents but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. That is the story I want to tell. I want to be the person that can give hope, that can be a light in this life. I don't have to tell you that we are surrounded by so much pain and so much suffering. I want to tell you today, share your story. Tell of those moments that brought you through and bring back to life those places that it led you to. Someone is hurting. Someone is distressed. Someone is confused. There may be a lady in a checkout line that just got the worst news of her life, but she's got to work. She's got to go to that job because she's got to pay her bills. 
And it could be your smile and your simple response or connection that gives her hope. You don't know what people are facing and even when everything seems okay, there is something underneath that they are begging to be spoken to. I know because I've been there. And maybe you are in a season of great expectation. Maybe you, I mean, just are in celebration of a new job or college, a new career, whatever it may be. You're embarking on a new adventure and it's going to take you to unknown places. Share that. We need to hear the joy. We need to celebrate with one another. And you know what? It's okay to trip and fall. It's okay to flip the kayak. We need to laugh at the mispronounced words every now and then. It's all a part of a beautiful story perfectly orchestrated for what brings your life purpose. I know I keep repeating that word purpose, but I do hope that you let it resonate with you today. Don't ever underestimate the power of your words. And if I could encourage you, don't let anything get in the way of your word speaking life. Don't ever let someone make you feel like your words are not important or that they're not valuable. We've all experienced something that can give life to someone else's darkness. Jesus did it every day. He was exactly what people didn't expect and I love that. He used those uncomfortable and at times painful situations to bring a greater purpose and that's you my friend you have a beautiful purpose say it over and over and don't ever accept anything less what story are you waiting to share Who is God prompting you to reach? Is it someone at work, a new person at church, or maybe someone that you've been going to church with and maybe haven't really spoken to that much? Is there a family member that you've been waiting to reconnect with? Have you felt a tug to connect with a stranger and self got in the way? Do it. Today, tell your story. Thank you so much for meeting with me today. I have absolutely enjoyed this time together. I can't wait till next time. And until we meet again, love without reason, laugh without regret, and pray without ceasing.